Hello, and welcome to episode 65 of the Read Between Podcast, the improvised storytelling podcast where we take the internet's weirdest suggestions and turn them into weird, wacky, and crazy stories through the power of improv. I'm one of your co-hosts, Evan. I'm your other co-host, Leanne. And we finally made it. Episode 65. This is the last sit-down recording this of is, the season. This is the last sit-down recording of the season because we're on podcast AARP now, baby, after today. Oh. Yeah, we get that sweet little. We get that sweet card. We go to hotels, get discounts. Yep, we go to. We can go to. We can go to diners at four thirty p.m. and get like special discounts. Pretty sure Disney is a discount for us. Yeah, wait, no, that's if you're just a senior citizen and sixty five years old. Wow. When your podcast hits sixty five episodes, oh shit, what does that mean? Virtually nothing. Ah, oh, damn! I got my hopes up for nothing. Anyway. <laughs> We, we nevertheless, we are still here for episode sixty-five. As Lynn said, this is our final uh, sit-down podcast recording of the season uh, because the next two episodes you're going to hear are going to be two live episodes that we recorded earlier this summer that we are finally releasing as our final two episodes of the season. With our season finale in two weeks being the big Steel Stacks live show we did back in June. Woohoo! Yes, we keep hyping it up, but it was like it was a really really fun, fun show. Yeah, it was a it was a great time. Honestly, it went better than I thought it would. Yeah, because that that was actually Lynn's first time on stage in a uh, comedy setting or uh, any kind of fright. setting. Yeah. So yeah, it was the first time on stage. Yes. Well, actually, the brouhaha was yeah. first time yes. on in front of people. Yes. Not really stage there. But yes. The brouhaha show will be next week's next episode. Week. That's going to be a shorter episode, but you know, it's, you know, it's sort of a it's a te- it's a it's a nice little tease, a nice little preview for yeah. the following weeks. Little, little taste. Little Taste yes. of what you're gonna get. A little taste, because next next week's episode was a was a set of brouhaha that we did with our friend with our good friend Richie, Richie. Warmcastle, who just recently got married. Yeah. Yes, uh, Richie got married to his lovely fiance Kelsey Cosberg. Congrats, Richie. And yes, Kelsey. congrats to the two of you. Uh, we're so happy for you, and we wish you nothing but the best. Uh, we can't wait to have you both on. Uh, hopefully, we can. We talked about this last year. Hopefully, we can get them on next year for Valentine's Day. That'd be cool. And I know they were like super duper busy this year. Yes, so. and hopefully, we can do it another another couples podcast yeah. and do that for Valentine's Day next year. But nevertheless, congratulations to the two of you. Uh, we wish you nothing but the best. So Richie is going to be part of next week's episode, and then the following week's episode is our good friend Sarah White. And new guest to the show, Aaron Alkasov, our very good friend, Aaron. Yes, who are uh, both are wonderful people. And who both did an amazing job at that show. Uh, yes, they killed it. Yes, Aaron is my good friend that I've been doing comedy with since college. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he and I get along very well, and it, it shows, and it was a very, very fun time. So we'll stop bombarding you with stuff about the episodes in the next two weeks. So we got one more episode for you here today. So for episode 65, uh, like I normally do when I run these episodes, we're going to go to the website fantasynamegenerators.com and we're going to use their book title generator to generate a few story titles. And then we'll pick one that we like and we will go ahead and tell the story behind that one. So Lynn from you, I need a genre to spin on. Children. Children. I'm going to spin on that children's genre. Got it. That's a good choice. I go with that one a lot. You do. But it but it works because it gives us some good... It gives us weird titles. It does give us weird titles. But, you know, weird is good in this case. Yes. So, all right. So, your choices are... Yes. Little Duck on the Moon. Mm-hmm. Little Duck of Miracles. Not a lot of ducks, huh? Little Dragons in My House. Okay. Tigers of My Imagination. Okay. Mice and Toads. Kings and Owls, Statue of Miracles, Day of Stone, 
caring for my town, and cooking with my town. A lot of animals in this one. Yes, there's a lot of animals and a lot of towns, town stuff. There's some, uh, there's some interesting choices there, though. Hmm. We always seem to find interesting choices in the children's genre with stories. I'm going to go with cooking with my town. Cooking with my town. And the next... Uh, genre? Genre is going to be nonfiction. Okay. Interesting. Cooking with my town. That's a good choice. Thanks. That's a very good choice. I'm interested to see what we get next. So nonfiction is yes. our next genre. Let's keep spinning and let's see what we get. All right. And your choices are... Yes. Spiders of the Mountains. Friends of the Caves. Fools Without Limits. Pests in the wild, kings and reptiles, rodents and demons, cooking of dreams, signs of the caves, colors of time, and intelligent my home. That last one doesn't even make sense. It doesn't. No, it's 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 not grammatically correct, which I think a lot of these titles aren't. A lot of these titles are not grammatically correct. Let's do colors of time. Colors of time. And for my next... Pick. My next trick. For my next trick, I'm going to do a mystery. Mystery. We'll do some mystery. We'll do some mystery. All right, so let me save that. Don't want to make sure we want to make sure we don't lose any of this. Okay. And yeah, because I won't remember it. Yes. All right, mystery. Spin a few times here and get some stories, and we will send you on your way to pick something. All right, and your choices are. Duke of a dog, <laughs> boy of yesterday, priest in my house, foreigners in the mountains, foes and trees, fish and descendants, picture of the forest, question of a man, corrupted by the forest, and aware of hell. <laughs> aware of hell? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm aware I'm of it. I'm aware of it. I'm aware of I the like, idea. I kind of know where it is. I, get, I, get, I guess I, it's down, I guess. <laughs> Let's go with Duke of a Dog. Duke of a Dog. I like that. Thanks. I thought about real hard because I got real quiet there. <laughs> All right. So your choices are Duke of a Dog, uh, Colors of Time, and Cooking with My Town. Oh, this one's a hard one. This is a hard one. There's, 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 there's some good ones in here. Let's do Duke of a Dog. Duke of a dog. Okay. That's a good one. It'll be interesting. Mm -hmm. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, for the first and only time, we present to you Duke of a dog. So, um, right right off the coast of Spain mm -hmm. is a small country yes. called Borkton. Borkton. And, uh, and Duke Duke... <laughs> Was the Duke of Borkton, mm. and he had a dog named Fido. Yes. Now, Duke Duke was a Duke was not like a particularly Duke was not any particular breed. Duke was a a mutt. No, Fido. Oh, I'm sorry. Duke was the Duke. Oh well, yeah. I'm just saying Duke was a Duke was a mutt. He wasn't like any. Duke is a human. Oh, I'm sorry. Fido is a dog. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought they were. I thought it was an island of dogs. I, I, I'm, it's just called Borkton. Ah, got it. My mind immediately went to Isle of Dogs. I apologize. So Fido 
was a mutt. Duke was a human, not a not a dog. Yes. So Fido was a mutt. Uh, Fido was like really, you know, no particular breed. Fido was kind of a mix of all different kinds of dogs. He looked like a German Shepherd, also a little bit like a Chihuahua, a little bit like something like yeah, that overbite that mutts get. Yeah, that like is adorably cute. Yes, very cute. Uh, like your your mom's well, your mom's dog is an underbite. Lexi, she's yes. got. She's got, oh yeah, that's what I meant, an underbite. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's got an underbite that shows off when we tell her to put away her twofers. <laughs> yes, so, so yes, so Fido, Fido is a, is kind of a mixture of a whole bunch of different breeds, but he's a very good dog. Fido, Fido's very well trained, he's very smart, mm-hmm. he knows exactly, you know, where to be at what time. And he's also very regal for a mutt. He is. Like, he carries himself really well. He does, he, he walks very, like, very straight-legged, he's not, like, slouched over or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Hold his head high. His ears are always pointy. Um, yeah, very, very regal dog, which makes sense considering he's the dog of a duke. Mm-hmm. Um, but the um, but the duke after after a few years was realizing that uh, that Borkton, you know, needed a dog, you know, as a you know needed a dog like a main dog in the island that was, you know, a little more regal than Fido was. Mm-hmm. Fido was a great dog. Fido was a loyal dog, but Fido was not a beautiful dog. Mm. And um, and so at that point, uh, Duke Duke uh, decided to go out and hold a hold a contest to find Borkton's most beautiful Borkton's most beautiful dog, and uh, dogs from far and wide, and Borkton came and came to this competition. You know, you had beautiful German Shepherds, you mm-hmm. had beautiful Huskies. Even even different breeds like dachshunds and the curliest of poodles. Oh, the curl the the tiniest of corgis mm-hmm. with the with the cutest ears and faces you could find. And little wiggle waggle butts. Yep. Uh it was it was a cavalcade of canines. Mm-hmm. That, was, that was a great. That was, that, that was great. That was a great line. A plus. I'm gonna say so myself. Plus. This is the end of the story. The end. Cavalcade of canines. That's it. See uh, see you next week. No, uh, we're still here. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so Borkton held this competition, and you know, Fido the whole time was looking at all these dogs like, I, I'm better than all of you. Like I, like I may not be as cute, but I'm, I'm a better dog. I'm a better companion. Meanwhile, the people of Borkton agreed. Mm-hmm. They were like, "Man, Fido's awesome." Yeah. Like, what dog takes itself for a walk and picks up its own poop? Yeah, that was that was really some of the most amazing things that that Fido could do. Fido, Fido, like you said, picked up his own poop. He fed himself. Uh, mm-hmm. He was he had, and there were times that people saw Fido walking around town on two legs. Mm-hmm. Fido walked from like Fido walked from the the main home of like the of the Duke to the to inside the town on mm-hmm. two legs mm-hmm. like a human. Like a human. It was crazy. Yeah, it was no crazy. Tra- and you know, uh, Duke Duke didn't train him because. The Duke was off doing his Duke business. Yeah. Which I don't know what Duke. What did Dukes do? I don't know. Stuff. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I. I don't really know that much about like. I'm not. I'm not a. Uh, about like island, regal island, person. Yeah, like island royalty. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, I wish. Yeah. A lot of stuff would be paid for. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So Fido, Fido was very self sufficient mm-hmm. and very and as we said before, very smart. He was great with the local children. He was. He would he, let them give him like he would give piggyback rides. Yeah, he and he, he didn't charge. 
In no charge, charge for, no. No charge for kids to jump on his back and ride around because Fido was very strong. Mm-hmm. Fido was a very strong dog because he was such a mix of all these different breeds. Mm-hmm. He had the he had the strength of you know German shepherds and you know dogs twice his size. Um, he, he was as fast as a greyhound. Yep. He had, you know, he had the the spirit and the the playfulness of a golden retriever, mm-hmm. um, but also, you know, the docile nature of, you know, of a bigger dog. Like, uh, I'm trying to think. Like, like a, a Great Dane. Yeah, like a Great Dane or a Burmese Mountain Dog or something mm-hmm. like that. So he was like the best of all dogs, mm-hmm. um, rolled up into one weird looking package, but everybody loved him. The people loved him. The children loved him. But duke duke still went about his his royal quest to find the to find borkton's most beautiful dog this upset fido it did so he landed on a akita oh yes um and decided this dog right here juno Mm -hmm. is the most beautiful of dogs Mm -hmm. what duke duke couldn't tell was that, um, I'm sorry, what was the Akita's name again? Juno. Juno, thank you. Juno was as dumb as a rock mm-hmm. compared to Fido. Uh, Juno only knew two things, uh, food and run. Mm-hmm. Those were the two things Juno knew. Juno was not potty trained. Nope. Juno wasn't the best around really small children, mm-hmm. but would handle like older children. Yeah. Um, Juno was uh had really bad like uh anxiety what's that called like the attachment separation anxiety. separation anxiety mm-hmm. um juno was uh every dog's a good dog but juno was a complicated one yes uh if you were to have if you were to put a relationship status on on yourself with a dog it would be it's complicated yes yes um that's what juno was mm-hmm. um juno, don't get us wrong juno was beautiful uh okay <laughs> sorry our cat just was eating food she ate and then just spat it out like yeah, she spat uh, like three pieces of food excuse on the floor. me that's expensive food <laughs> that's just weird i've never seen her spit up her food like that yeah that's that's strange as if it's like ew what is this and it was only a couple pieces it wasn't like it was you know like she it wasn't a mouthful yeah anyway we're anyway. discussing our cat's food. yeah sorry about that folks but uh but anyway juno uh not very smart but very beautiful uh, which made which made Duke Duke very happy because mm-hmm. he was finally able to to uh, to declare that you know he found Borkton's most beautiful dog, and with that came the fact that he uh, took this dog from its rightful owner and took it took it himself, and uh, then decided to give this this owner of Juno uh, Fido, which Fido was like, wait what? But, but you raised me. You you've had me since I was a puppy. What? What do you mean? Yeah, and and the owner didn't even come from Borkton. It came from Meowtown. Yeah, a very a very cat heavy, uh, cat heavy island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the people the people found out about this, and the people of Borkton were not happy. No, the people of Borkton um, actually revolted. They they revolted against against their duke. They revolted against their leader and. And protested this uh, this new royal dog. Yeah, Duke Duke woke up one day, and there were people outside with pitchforks and torches and signs that said, mm-hmm. "Every dog is a good dog." Yes, and uh, what the town decided to do was, they decided to put they put together a petition. They decided to put together a petition to uh, to get Duke Duke out of his spot as Duke, and to put Fido 
in place of him as the new Duke of Borkton? Um, the people of Borkton uh, went a step further and put the petition on change.org. They did. And um, so it reached around the internet. It went mm-hmm. viral and, and people from all over the world were signing it. So while the town of Bork, well, while the island of Borkton only had about 10,000 people, um, the signatures they got were close to a million. Yeah. And it all sort of, it, it really mostly came, the traction came mostly from uh, viral videos that had gotten out of Fido. Um, mm-hmm. Because the people of Borkton, you know, when they put out this petition, they wanted the world to see, you know, how great of a dog Fido is and how, you know, um, how much he can do. And mm-hmm. there were, there were, you know, there was videos of him walking into the local grocery store and then walking out with a bag of, you know, with a bag of dog food mm-hmm. um, and carrying it back to the home. There was a, there was the videos of him, you know, playing with children in the streets and then, you know, you know, it, them jumping on his back and him taking them home afterwards, you know. It was him pictures of him picking up his own poop. Yep. And and to counteract that, there were also videos of Duke Duke um sleeping on the job, literally sleeping at his desk in his office, mm-hmm. doing nothing. Um Juno, the new uh, most beautiful dog in uh in Borkton, uh just running in circles. Mm-hmm. Just videos of him running in circles for hours, mm-hmm. doing absolutely nothing else mm-hmm. and then passing out. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just to show that he's not a very bright dog. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So this, this kind of angered the world and they were like, you know what? Yeah. Maybe this dog can provide, you know, some more, a better semblance of leadership than this idiot. Right. And if there's anything that's more above the law in Borkton, it would be a petition. Exactly. So when Duke Duke saw this petition, he went, shit, man. I have to retire. I have to resign. I can't. I can't overrule petition. Petition is like, it's everyone. Everyone's saying stop it. Yeah. Go home. Yeah. But uh, but he wasn't gonna go down without a fight. Mm. And at that point, uh, he gathered the town, and uh, and he had a he had a big town hall meeting, as they would say, and he said, you know what? Fine. I accept your position. I accept, you know, how you're feeling, but I will not leave this position until one thing is made clear that Fido is not fit to lead this country, which is why I'm enacting a dog pageant. Dog, you're, you don't like dog pageants? They're not your favorite thing? This is the same cat that just spit up her very expensive food. Yes. She's she's very she's being needy tonight. She's being very needy. <laughs> um, but yes, so we're having a dog pageant. Juno versus Fido. The winner of this pageant will be the new Duke of Borkton. And uh, and the town was like, "All right, fine, bring it, bring it." Uh, but unfortunately, what the town didn't know was that uh, Duke Duke had secretly been having uh, obedience training for Juno for the last two weeks. To get him to get Juno in tip top shape, but I mean it was it was going okay, but there were still issues. Um, Juno still ran in circles all the time. He was mm-hmm. able to he listened to basic commands, but yeah, not more complicated ones. Yeah, they tried to get him to walk on two feet, but he just kept falling backwards and mm-hmm. just laying on his back and just hey 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 mm-hmm. all the time. It didn't really work. Uh, but but Duke Duke knew this was his last chance and his only hope mm-hmm. at uh, at keeping some semblance of leadership. And so the day the pageant came, 
became it was a televised event. It it ended up being broadcast all over the world because you know CNN found out, Fox News found out, CNBC, MSNBC, all the big news networks found out, mm-hmm. and they flew people out there to to cover this dog pageant. Absolutely, and um, and it was like a multifaceted thing. You know, the first the first port the first portion of it was a physical endurance challenge, where it was your it was your basic you know dog agility course, mm-hmm. and that first one. Um, now Juno. Juno was a very fast dog, so it played into its strengths. Mm-hmm. You know, Juno was able to complete that course in uh, like 35 seconds, which Fido was close, but about five seconds behind in mm-hmm. that first course. Sadly. Yeah. The, the second one was, um, was the talent portion. Um, and with this, this portion, uh, Juno just decided, oh, I'm just going to run in a circle really, really fast. And it did nothing to impress anybody. Now there were we forgot to mention there were some celebrity judges there uh for this pageant. Uh I I'm trying to remember who some of them are. Bill Nye the science guy? Yes, yes, Bill Nye was one of them. Um he he was he's very fond of dogs, so mm-hmm. it made sense to have him there. Mm-hmm. Uh Guy Fieri was another one. Yeah, he had to invite the mayor of Flavortown. Yeah, the mayor of Flavortown has to has to be there because um if anybody knows about good dogs, uh just like good diners, drive-ins and dives, it's Guy Fieri. Yeah. And uh, Jennifer Lawrence, because fuck it, everyone likes her. Yeah, everyone likes her. Um, they, they did have um, Michael Jordan as a backup, but he was he was too busy um, literally doing nothing. Shooting hoops. Shoot, <laughs> shooting hoops and making billions of dollars to, to bother to, to show up. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, um, yeah, the judges were not impressed with, uh, with Juno's uh, skills in the second not round. Uh, Guy Fieri threatened to... Uh, to exile uh, Juno to Flavorville, which is the lesser, lesser of the flavor. It's where it's where all the Flavor Town foods go when they're not yet rotten, but almost there. Yeah, it's like yeah. Like if you were to heat it up, you'd be okay. But if you waited another day, nah. It's basically Flavor Purgatory. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, Flavorville. Um, it, it's 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 a step above Flavorburg. That's just you know Flavor Death. Like oh yeah yeah. That's like it, that's we, we try not to mention Flavorburg. Flavorburg, no, yeah, uh, but yeah. So, so Guy Fieri was not happy. Um, Bill Nye uh, went on a long diatribe about how the Earth is round and not flat, <laughs> and then and then said uh, that was the worst display of uh, of skills canine I've ever canine capability I've ever seen. And Jennifer Lawrence was just like, I was in X Men, <laughs> uh, and you're a pretty dog. And then, uh, and I'm then only here to promote my newest show, my newest movie, Dark Phoenix. <laughs> she was in that, right? Yeah, barely. Um, <laughs> anyway, and then and then it came Fido's turn, and uh, Fido decided after you know thinking about it, he had a number. Fido had a number of talents, but he wanted to showcase something he'd never done yet: fire juggling. Mm. Fido had Fido had secretly been practicing fire juggling for for a few weeks, mm-hmm. so. Um, so he had one of the townspeople light some bowling pins on fire and toss them to him one by one. And for a good 20 seconds, Fido juggled these flaming bowling pins perfectly. I mean, I'm talking, mm-hmm. you know, better than anybody you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And this was a dog. This was a dog that nobody knew what breed it was because it was a mutt. Yeah, right. Just juggling these. One of a kind, one baby. One of a kind. One of a kind juggling these pins. And then when finally Fido caught each one, blew out the flame and did a bow and the crowd went nuts. Mm-hmm. Everybody went crazy. Mm-hmm. Twitter was ablaze. Um, 
uh, you know, the hashtag Fireball Fido was, you know, trending number one in the mm-hmm. world on Twitter. Uh, Fido for president. Yeah. Uh, Guy Fieri, uh, his his hair went from white to like flaming, like he, like flaming red hot. Yeah, flaming red hot because he was so like excited about it. So fucking turned on. Yeah. Uh, Bill Nye was. Uh, Bill Nye was convinced that that act was so hot that it was continuing to warm the earth. And he, you know, went on a long diatribe about global warming and how we need to save the earth mm. until he said, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Uh, and then Jennifer Lawrence was just like, I was in Passengers with Chris Pratt. <laughs> Anybody remember that movie? Oh I don't. <laughs> I remember the paycheck when it came into my bank account. <laughs> but I remember that movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, so Fido clearly won the second round mm-hmm. with the skills. Uh, but then it came to the third round which was the question and answer round. Mm. Um, so each, each judge got to ask a question to each, to, uh, each of the contestants. Um, so Bill and I asked each of the, each of the dogs, um, where do you, where do you see, what do you see as the biggest threat to our national, what do you see as the biggest threat to our natural life in our lifetime? And please say it's global warming because I need to be validated on all of these things that I keep saying in the media. And both of the dogs just looked at, looked at each other and were like, <laughs> and Bill and I was like, I'll take that as a yes. <laughs> Uh, Guy Fieri went, all right, if you had to choose between garbage can nachos and donkey sauce, which one would be your favorite? <laughs> uh, Juno, <laughs> Juno uh, proudly uh, barked uh, the syllables of donkey sauce. Uh, like, and then uh, Fido um, used his paw to um, for Morse code. He had a translator. Uh-huh. To say donkey sauce, obviously, I mean, it goes with everything. Mm-hmm. It's it is the it is the it is the king of all sauces. There is no sauce greater than donkey sauce. The only way to improve on garbage can nachos is to add donkey sauce. Is to add donkey sauce, and that last part really got Guy Fieri like he shed a tear. He yeah. he shed he shed a he shed a tear, and when Guy cries, Guy cries donkey sauce. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like his tear. He replaced all the all the water in his tear ducts oh, with ew. donkey sauce. <laughs> ew, <laughs> just like a real chunky tear. Oh, like a real no! like a like think of like a mayonnaise coming down. Stop <laughs> But hey, th- th- hey! Don't lie and say you weren't thinking that that's a realm, out of the realm of possibility. Uh, I'm sad now. <laughs> you made me sad. <laughs> uh, oh, that's so nasty. So so then it came to Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence was the was the defi- was the deciding question here. This was going to decide who who was going to be uh, the next Duke. And she got quiet for a moment. She went, "What did you like better, Hunger Games?" Or Silver Linings Playbook. <laughs> and both dogs kind of stood there and were like, uh, uh, uh. Um, and, uh, and Juno looked and, uh, and said, Hunger, Juno was like, Hunger Games, Hunger Games, like barking that and barking that. And, uh, and Jennifer Lawrence was like, wrong answer. And then Fido was like, oh, but I, but I, I like Hunger Games, but. So Lion's Playbook is a better movie. And this this was all in Fido's head. Fido was just kind of mm. like sitting there thinking this for, mm-hmm. for a moment. Just like, uh, oh God, what do, I, what do I say? What do I say? And, and finally, Fido took a second, breathed. Then he looked at Jennifer Lawrence and said, I can't choose. All of your movies are great. Right answer. <laughs> and with that, 
the confetti went off giant sign came down like a big you know like the big uh, obama hope poster yeah yeah yeah. it was instead it was fido's face with fido shepherd <laughs> shepherd they commissioned shepherd fairy to make uh to make this new poster perfect and uh and it, it dropped down from the ceiling and you know this whole big confetti and fireworks and everything like that uh juno seemed a little unfazed by it well he got freaked out by the fireworks and ran ran halfway out of the town hmm? uh duke duke uh was watching from his home and looked down on the scene and locked eyes with Fido and just kind of looked at him and gave him a gave him a nod. And he was holding a glass of whiskey and raised his glass to Fido. And, and Fido raised his snoot. Yep. Uh, and so the next day, Duke Duke packed his bags, left the uh, left the Duke Mansion and uh, and vacated it so that his his old friend Fido could take over. And uh, Fido has been the the Duke of Borkton ever since. And Borkton... Um, Borkton is, has become the most prosperous nation in the world. Yeah. There's no crime. Uh, they're fucking rich. Yep. And everyone's happy. Everyone is happy. The end. The end. That was that was fun. I would like to reiterate that all, go- all dogs are good dogs. All dogs are good. Fido was the best here. Yes. Fido was the best dog and always will be. Yes. So... Well, that was fun. Yes. So, uh, so Lynn, for one last time, well, at, la- at least one last Burr? time here, Burr? while we're looking at each other, Burr? recording an episode, Burr? you want to tell people where you, where they can find you on the internet? Uh, Twitter, Ann Lynn, A-Y-N-N-E-L-N-N. That's all you got to know. Cool. Okay, love you. Bye. Cool. And if you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at E underscore Williamson 93. If you'd like to follow the show on social media, you can find us on Twitter at ReadBetweenCast, on Instagram at ReadBetweenCast, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash ReadBetweenCast. The show airs every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find it on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast. Basically, anywhere you find podcasts, just search the ReadBetween Podcast. Look for the red banner with the RB, and you will find us there. Uh, quick reminder, we've got two episodes left this season. Next week is our live episode from Brouhaha. And then the week after that is our Steel Stacks live show episode. Uh, make sure you tune in for those. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss the notifications when those drop. Yes. And uh, and yeah, get excited for the last two episodes of the season. Um, since we won't talk to you until, well, since it's the last time we're recording in front of each other uh, for the rest of the season. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Yes. Uh, Enjoy these final two episodes, and we will talk to you again in December. So thanks for listening, and we will see you soon. Bye. Bye.